you know I had to do it, man. And one wouldn't have been right if I didn't. Yeah, you seen it? Yeah, I seen, seen the show it. last night on TV. Yeah. See a nigga Brims, man. See the new joys, man. See the ass, yo. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Senior with my ghetto eye. I walked with my ghetto feet. I told with my ghetto speech. I'm copacetic. I won't let it bring me as I peep from beneath the tilted brim of my pinwheel Steady mark, heavy problems, genocide This is a constant violence, makes it hard to sympathize Heart, individuals whose villains is minuscule Soon become criminals, if you dark skin And you was raised in the project apartment Public aid made it that your father couldn't stay He had the park then Left with only your mother, the family structure suffers Are we, or did you press play? Yeah Alright Hey everybody, this is Amber. Hey, it's, it's a quarantine mic out here. Yeah, and we are Culture Novo, the podcast. Yeah, st- Stop okay. doing that. <laughs> All right, I'm we sorry. don't have to say it together. I know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <sighs> all right, guys, we, like all of you, are losing our minds, so bear with us. I'm sorry? Oh, so you're fine? You're totally fine. No, yeah. no, I'm cool. I didn't know what you said. You said, all right, you said bear with us. Uh, got you. Um, See? Losing his mind. Yeah, yeah, man. Bear with us, man. We try and make it. You know, I haven't left the house in two and a half weeks. Yes, um, you have. See? Why are you lying? I'm sorry. Go ahead, babe. You ran this. No. You didn't. You left the house yesterday. I did. It was for a good cause. And the day before. Like, we have to. Uh, listen. <laughs> you ever saw uh, I Am Legend, right? Let's yeah. just say you were we were together. Let's say Will Smith had a girlfriend during you're the movie. I gotta go out and get fucking supplies and groceries and shit for us. No, you're definitely a hero, and I appreciate it. You know, don't worry about my health. Don't worry about me coming See, back. See, now you're now you're stuff. now you're trying to play the victim. You're not a victim. Uh, you're like you're like daddy. Can you go get us some eggs? What? I'm like, uh, please. I'll do it for you, babe. But um, yeah. But besides that, it's been cool, man. No, it hasn't. Don't lie. I'm trying to be optimistic to these niggas, man. They need some optimism. They're probably sitting home. I know they're not in the car listening to this shit. They're probably sitting on the couch that they've been on that same spot. Actually, they probably switched to the other side of the couch um, listening to this shit in their earbuds or whatever them shits is called. Or their Beats by Dre. I don't have those because I'm not rich like you guys. First Um, of all, shut up. They're not, you know what I'm saying? If, you know, the five people that are listening to this, they're probably listening to it in the confines of their home. So, um, it's it's fucked up out here, guys. That's all I can say. It is. I, I won't get... I mean, everybody has been paying attention to what is happening. There's just no... It's not like even something like the presidential election. It's It's bigger. Everybody's paying attention to it. Everybody's affected. So, I don't think we need to go over what's happening in the world. Um, you know, we know that, I don't even know how many deaths there have been, but it's pushing a million. Cases. It's pushing a million cases. Um, it'll hit a million, I'm sure. It's no, I said it went over a million today. It did? It yeah, did. a million cases. Yeah, 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 yeah. A million cases. I think it's like 5,000 deaths yeah. or something like that. Um in the U.S., most of them are in New York. Most of the cases are in New York, which <clears> is scary. Um, shout out to all my people back home. 
stay safe and everybody stay safe. But yeah. anywho, the, we'll get right into like how we've been dealing with this whole situation. Yeah. How we've been dealing with the quarantine. For me, um, my during the day life is pretty much the same. It's like I work in the office normally. Um, but have the flexibility to work from home. My job has always, you know, provided that flexibility in terms of like having a laptop. So like I'm able to do my job from home. Um, and I have done my job from home before. So when we went into that mode, that wasn't unfamiliar to me. And my workload right now is extremely busy. So my day to day in terms of working hasn't really changed, but everything else outside of that is really really strange for me especially because you're confined to the house um it's been hard and i'm a homebody i didn't think it would be that hard for me like i'm just like oh like i'm used to being at home i like being at home but my god like there enough is enough yeah like it's especially if you don't have like a big home like we have an apartment like most people right so it's not like you have oh, like five don't tell the, don't tell the uh the Rock Nation brunch Twitter people about you living in an apartment. <laughs> Why aren't you invested in the house yet? Why aren't you got it? Like, Come know, on, but yeah. anyway. No, but we live in an apartment just like most people do. Um, you know, and it's not like a five bedroom home where you can just like go to like one spot in the house, make that the office space. You know what I'm saying? And then like you know separate from that once yeah. the day is over. Like. Home is home. It is what it is. Um, we do have a desk set up. We have two desks, actually, which is great, mm -hmm. technically. And um, that's good. But even that gets tiring to sit at. And I find myself, like, sitting on the couch and, you know, or sitting in the bed. I keep it a buck. Neither one of us sat at a desk in a few days. You ain't, like, you, at first you said, like, with the last few days, you've been, I think, getting in your groove, going from the couch to the bed, whatever. Yeah. I, my normal routine has been to get up make my little apple cider vinegar drink and then go sit at the desk mm. and i like where um mike just got a desk uh recently because he his job is remote and um it's like by our like very very large window which i love and you could see like see the trees and stuff and so like sit there i lead an 8 a.m call every morning and so like that was my routine but then after a while i was like man listen I'm comfortable now. Like, I'm going to sit on this couch and do this call because I just be tired. Yeah, you guys want to know what my routine is? Well, <laughs> I stay up to like four in the morning every night for some reason. Like, and I get up when I get up and I just begin my work day and I sit on the couch for the most part. Um, sometimes I'll sit at, the, at our table or dining room table. Um, but like Amber said, me and her, we, we cross paths during the day. <laughs> but like, we really don't like interfere with what each other is doing um amber got a lot on her plate i got shit on my plate so that's the beauty of it i think is that our work day is cool um i think up until this week after work has been kind of like weird like you don't know what to do after work should you go for a, a drive should you go for a walk i mean your options are pretty limited um so we've been working out and in, in the evening doing p90x um shout out to amber doing it she's got on board i know she's angry right now probably but um my body does hurt but i've done done good like three and a half four days yeah. 
of it and um it's been so helpful yeah like for my mental like once the whole situation with coronavirus started that was like the big concern for me like oh now i'm not gonna be able to go to the gym yeah for me and too so like Maybe. i stopped mm-hmm. and i could feel the difference especially because my work stress went up and then i didn't have like an outlet yeah. to alleviate that stress so it was just becoming too much so that's been a really really i was help. like dead set on like really implementing a workout routine because for me like amber you know for me i had to go to the gym every fucking day like there's not it don't matter what's going on i could be sick when I had the coronavirus back in November, I had, I had the coronavirus, and we'll get into that. I'm not even trying to be funny. Amber, you know I had the coronavirus. I feel like you, you did. Yeah, I had it, because I had everything that everybody else is having, the symptoms and shit, and it, was, um, it couldn't be explained by doctors. But anyway, um, yeah, even if I'm sick, I got to go to the gym, so it was important for me to just implement some kind of routine or some kind of regimen for daily, you know, for my daily workouts. Um, and then after that, we eat, and then we've been watching, catching up on shows. So we'll get into all the shows we've been watching later on, I guess. But that's kind of been our, our day-to-day work life. And it's only been a couple of weeks, so um, it hasn't really been like six months that we're trying to figure out what to do. I think as time has progressed, we're going to figure out different things to do. Um, we play Yahtzee with our friends. That's Yahtzee. a big one. Like So this is i mean this whole situation and this whole pandemic is just gonna change the way people i think interact and provide new options for people and um that was a big one like i'm like i don't even know how we came up with it i don't know if it was you it was you right good job honey good job thanks man i appreciate it no problem so yeah mike came up with the idea to do virtual yahtzee or you know do a virtual game and it really just means you put the camera up to you, you and then, you know, everybody calls in, does the same thing. Um, so we did it with our friends. They had a Yahtzee in their mm-hmm. crib. Uh, we have Yahtzee in our crib and we played like that. And it actually worked really, really well. Yeah, like We both had MacBooks, so we just FaceTimed and it was dope. Like we could see <laughs> the scores. Mm-hmm. We could see the role. We talked. Yeah. We drank together. So that was nice. Yeah, it, was it was really, nice. really it nice. It actually felt like I was really at like a house playing Yahtzee with somebody. Yeah. Um, outside of the physical interactions. Everybody actually was dressed. It seemed like. Except for us. We weren't, we weren't dressed. Yeah, we were. We were? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we were. were yeah, outside yeah. that day. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think this is going to be like amber says it's our new normal so just getting used to it and adapting to it like, at this point I'm, I'm pretty much adapted to it it is what it is um for the most important thing was like going without sports and if i'm able to adapt without sports i can adapt with, to anything <laughs> honestly i mean i, I said that shit jokingly but i'm dead serious. serious like so if i can do anything for like two weeks straight then it becomes like just my life so yeah um yeah man that's that's been our life on the day-to-day um staying on that subject i guess first off i want to give a shout out to everybody that unfortunately was laid off from work if you're listening to this and you were let go from work i know it's tough out there so i should start off the show by just saying prayers to you guys and your families and you know everybody that's affected because it could happen to any of us and um how many you know, people file for unemployment? Like nine million people or some crazy number like that. So yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah, um, um, sending lots of love and well wishes to everybody in that situation because, like you just said, like that could be me, that could be you in an instant. Like mm-hmm. it's not discriminating, so it's tough. But keep your head up. Like it sounds so generic to say, yeah. but like you're definitely not alone. Like there's so many people that are going through it, and I feel like. 
what I've loved so far about this is a lot of people are being supportive and encouraging to one another. And I think that's great. And it's unfortunate that that comes out in situations like this where, you know, you would love to see it more. But I'm happy that it's happening. It's weird, though, because, like, think about, like, a month ago, the shit, like, that we were talking about on social media, people were talking about. It's either some racial shit. It's either some cops doing some fuck shit. It's always some nonsense. But it's, like, in a weird way. We're like everybody's united in a weird way, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody's doing these weird challenges, all this shit. It's just a weird time in this country, in this world. So, but yeah, I just want to say that shout out to everybody that I shout out, but prayers to everybody that's going through that. Um, I, I wrote down avoiding the news. How hard is that to avoid the news? Because them niggas is be, be saying anything. Bro. I will say this though. Once I got the hang, I think I was becoming addicted to watching the news because i needed to know like what was going on every five seconds and that was mostly leading into like the going into the work from home model going into the like um the the government restrictions that were happening across the country so i think those are the things i was looking out for now that most of this that stuff has been set in place Mm -hmm. like it's not really that many updates unless they put start putting curfews. Like yeah. that would be the next big thing. Otherwise, it's like kind of like every city and state is kind of falling in line with the same thing. So I feel like I've let go actually. Like now at work, like I'll hear news updates from work, um, where I, w- I was more staying on top of it. I'm like, oh wow, like I didn't even know that. I haven't you know looked at CNN today. So I'm not proactively going after the news like i was like a week and a half ago a week and a half ago i was refreshing like cnn's um twitter like and i hate that shit because you go to their page and they'll have like breaking news and have this giant red font saying 200 (laughs) more people died in new york today i'm like damn bro like stop just it's talk about some of the people that actually you know oh yeah well that doesn't get clicked okay look i just went on to cnn's page right now and it says louisiana reports 2700 new cases in one day Everybody has it, man. Um. Anyway, so you know we ain't gonna stay too much on the quarantine shit, and you know, but it's just it's our world right now. Um, what's up with your people in New York not not practicing social distancing, man? I don't know. I I think it's irresponsible. I think it's selfish. So they think I, it's I, funny, don't they? I don't know what they think. I have no clue. Um, but it's wrong. Everybody should be practicing social distancing. This thing is no joke, especially in New York, where like it's very New York City in particular, where it's very crowded. Um, People live in apartment buildings like people are on top of one another. Like it's so important right now to like, you know, not think about yourself, but think about everybody else around you. If you don't care about yourself, that's one thing. But there are so many people that are getting this um virus and some people come out fine and on the other side of it and some people don't so it's, did you ever get your question answered about how people do are doing laundry in new york i know that was like a big you were wondering that like something that was it was a valid question like i spoke to my sister yesterday i spoke to my dad the other day and i spoke to damo and everybody was kind of like of the same like we just have to do it like what are you gonna do not do your laundry but it's like you have to like I think be more mindful. My advice was to like run the washer once, just like it might take more time and it probably will suck. But because I hate doing laundry, like Mm -hmm. in public spots, like you want to get in and get out, you know, but I would run the washer once, then put my clothes in there, wash my clothes, the dryer part, eh, 
Like, you know. Don't drown. You have to dry your clothes. I, my my whole thing is this, for Uh-oh. me. When Amber says my whole thing is this, you're, you're in for a treat. I'm about guys, to. I promise you. <laughs> my whole thing is this. <laughs> you have to be smart. You have to protect yourself. But I'm a faithful person, and I feel like the rest you have to leave up to God. Like, there's, there's only... Don't be stupid. Don't just purposely do stuff and just be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have a social distancing party with 75 people, whatever people are doing. That's stupid. You know, be considerate, be smart. But some of the rest of the stuff is just like, you know what? I can only do what I can do. You know what my biggest issue with this shit is? Of course, people were like not listening to social distancing and still doing all that shit. Just because you're really best friends with somebody doesn't mean you can hang with them. Like, you can't just... Because you're, cause you're best friend. Let's say Amber is my best friend and she lives across the hall or down the street. She can't come to my house just because I know who she is. I think a lot of you guys think it's because you know the person and you're tight with them that they're immun- there's some kind of immunity involved from this coronavirus. And um, that's the biggest thing. You don't know where thing. they've been, what they've been doing in their days, what they've been exposed to. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, especially, yeah man. It's fucking crazy. Um, just use common sense, man. If a person's telling you to stay in the crib, stay in a fucking house. Like, where do you, where do you have to go? There's no one else out. Like, dude, you can just chill in the house. Do your thing. Watch some porn. Watch some 30 for 30s. You know, do something. Read a book, you know? Read a book. Catch up on some sleep. Like, I don't know, but guess oh, yeah. what? You don't go outside yeah. if you don't have to be. Find something else to do. You know, I'm not saying, like, you know... Do something spectacular. Just mm. do something. It's, it's funny. I made my appointment today with like a new therapist, and um, it's virtual, so I have to do. It's like, well, it's not a virtual place, but they're doing all their everything's like virtual now. So, I think that's going to be the new future. That's the new normal. Um, I. All right. <laughs> There you go. No, no, no. That's no, the new Mike, normal. No. When Mike takes a pause, don't you laughs. listen? Why you be copying me so much? You do a lot of the shit that I be doing, man. I don't like it. So when Mike takes a pause and then he does like a little laugh. Because I'm trying to filter myself. No, I'm trying to filter myself because don't be winking at me, my nigga. Like, (laughs) I'm trying to filter myself. There was a time about two years ago where I would start and I would just go off the fucking rails. But I'm I'm not trying to do that. Yeah, you've become like so much better. I know. It was that fucking, uh, what's her name shit, bro? That was pissing me off, man. It It was that Cardi B, Nikki shit. And that Monique shit. Monique, that's such Monique set me off the off the uh, rails, man. But I like Monique now after watching her. Never mind. Um, yeah, man. People gotta chill. Social distance. Stay in the house. Whatever. Um, so being a, we're on this quarantine and stuff. What are the essentials people should have? And I, I know we're gonna be like, oh, you need canned goods and all that. What are Amber's essentials outside like the food and shit? What are like the things? Give me five things you have to have have. Music, which is easy, but like for me, I couldn't live without having music. Like, mm-hmm. if there's anything I'm gonna do, and don't say like your cell phone or laptop because that's just like, no, yeah, yeah. but in just generally speaking, music because that's in a, a form of escape for me. So that's like escapism. I can just go somewhere else when I listen to music. Um, it's TV, no, right? Excuse You're me, you're talking like outside of like I the mean, standards. It's anything, it could be like. Um, like for me, I like Nilla wafers. Okay, got you. Like some things that you're like, yo, you know. Um, 
Some type of alcohol. I'm sorry. We've been like, drinking a lot. I can't. I don't know how people are doing this without alcohol. I guess it's like some like. Speaking of which, can we take a shot? We can. We have. Um, we've just had the shots today. Today is sponsored by Hennessy. Listen, <laughs> I like. I get it. Doucet is cool, but I'm a Hennessy guy. I grew up drinking Hennessy. I like Doucet, but Doucet is good, man. Hen- Doucet is good, but I'm a Henny nigga. I don't know why we I, we as black folks even like Hennessy. It's just. I don't know, man. Remember when we went to the liquor store and the uh, guy was trying to get us to buy like anything by Hennessy? Yeah, man. At, uh, Wasn't that like Christmas? Yeah, he's like, ah, right, this is a good flavor. It has a 30 point. I said, nigga, I don't care nothing about no point system. I want Hennessy. <laughs> like, I don't even care if it tastes better. Like, it probably tastes amazing. Like, give me the fucking shit with the with the Hennessy on it, man. <laughs> the shit with the Hennessy give me on the, it. And give me the liter bottle, too, because give me that little liter joint. Um, Yeah, man. Cheers. Cheers to everybody's safety and um, health and happiness during this time. Just enjoy it while you can. Relax. Mm. That was good. Amber drinking a White Claw. Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, they're not bad, actually. I think people put vodka in them, though. I know it was something to it. Because everybody be drinking them shits. Yeah, and I'm like, they're not that good. Like, they're, they're cool, right. but... I prefer like yeah wine, um, but essentials. I mean, like wine, like if anything, like I need to be able to have a glass of wine. Um, <clears throat> um eggs. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, we eat a lot of eggs. I mean, just just like a whole thing, just protein and a habit that yeah. has always remained with us, yeah. like. But yeah, we go through like mad eggs. But you know, it's crazy. We don't smoke. Well, we we have we we have weed, but we don't really smoke like that. But like, um, I don't give a fuck. Like, you're looking at me like, don't say that. I, um, just talk. We smoke weed or whatever sometimes. Um, but we. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm just I'm just joking. I'm joking, Amber. I'm joking. Listen. We don't smoke weed as much as you would think a person on the quarantine would smoke that has access to weed. It's kind of like the opposite of what you would expect. I know a lot of people are smoking a lot, which sounds good in theory, but I think that's the worst thing you could be doing during this because, A, the coronavirus is like a respiratory type thing, right? Yep. Yeah, and then, B, you're going to be depressed. Ah, see, I do say that, but that that's I don't agree with that. Personally, I think it affects everybody differently. I feel I, like drinking drink alcohol is a depressant. So if anything, that it's the same thing. Well, yeah, but alcohol makes you make like I don't, I, I agree with you. I'm not saying weed's bad. No, I'm just saying like for some people it triggers different things. I agree with the respiratory but, thing though. But you, with, in these times when it's very tense and sad and depressed times, if you've been a weed smoker and you had a job, but then now you've lost your job and you see your world around yeah. you crumbling, you're you still smoke. That may trigger. Some kind of anxiety or depression. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not... Never mind. But the next question I have for you, being on all that being said, are we alcoholics at this point? No. Okay. We used to drink more. That's true. Like, no. Not so all. us going through a liter and a half of um, Hennessy in like a, th- a three-day three period. That was a weekend, to be fair. It was like leading until <laughs> weekend. I don't feel like we're going to drink as much this weekend i hesitate to say that but I'm no like during the week i have a glass of wine maybe a shot or something um because i gotta wake up like so during the week i try to be responsible with it the weekend 
last weekend definitely need to needed to decompress and all of that stuff. We drank. F- we drank a lot last week. We drank Friday, Thursday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Because Friday we, we chilled. Saturday was OD because we were playing um Yeah, bro, Yahtzee. we fucked up, man. But, um, no, I want to say so. I, and I feel like with situations like this, it sounds bad, but it's like your first resort. Like, oh, I need a drink. Oh, I'm stressed out. But one, now we're set, kind of settled into what this is. It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. Like, again, it's like... This is the new normal. We've also like been exercising more and trying to be more conscious. And I think like organically we'll be more healthy because it's just like, all right, like can't go out to eat. You know what I'm saying? Like we might get takeout from places, but we are trying to limit that too, just because of kind of being creeped out about food from places at this point. But yeah, like we... We're know, trying to be more healthy. I know we're in a fucked up world when ESPN is promoting for Friday night primetime TV Kevin Durant playing Derrick Jones in a game of NBA 2K. That's what's, that's what's going on now. Like, they're having, like, NBA players play other NBA players in NBA 2K, and they're going to show it on ESPN. I mean, it is. I know. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's not bad, but it's it just, just so crazy. It just shows you nobody's immune to it. Like, it is what it is. Like, nobody's immune to this. It's affecting everybody. You know, every didn't business. coronavirus. No, because they probably still in a like they live in a, like a fort somewhere. They don't be around. They probably people. make Julius go and do everything. He probably is all sick and shit, and he takes it back to his family. Nah, they don't make Julius do. He's the bodyguard. They probably have somebody though. He's does. yo. He's gonna have a dope ass fucking tell all when it comes out. He's seen so much. I know he don't seen it all. He's seen it all. All. He gonna talk about what he was in the elevator. What if it came out that like, oh man. All right, this is my sick mind, so brace yourself. So, like, during all this, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, him and Beyonce ended up having, like, an affair, mm-hmm. and she ended up getting pregnant. <laughs> right? And then, like, they, like, sent the kid away or something. Like, she had the baby, and they sent the kid away. And then, like, the kid came back and was, like, like the best security guard ever. Wow, that's yeah. that was it. Like the best yeah. security guard, not like the next Beyonce. It was like the best. That was the plot twist. Like you wasn't expecting that. You nah. were you expecting to come like she was gonna be the best like R and B singer ever? And nah, like the best security guard ever, man. It's crazy. Anywho, so back to the quarantine. <laughs> so one thing is the one of the hardest things right now about the quarantine is not being able to upkeep how we used to be able to upkeep. And I'm not a guy, so you could speak for the guys. But for girls, if you get your eyebrows done, I do my own eyebrows. And I'm actually using this opportunity where nobody's seeing me to just let my eyebrows grow out and start over. But I do, yeah, I just want them to grow out like as much as possible and then shape them how... Now I'm looking at it, I see a difference. Yeah, so like, I never have the chance to do that because I'm like, oh, I don't want my eyebrows to look crazy. But now I'm like, fuck it. Yeah. Um. What else? You know... Man, I need a wax. Like, ah. I need a wax. I've Come been, on, Em. I've been getting waxed Gross. since for, wow, like a decade. For a decade. The first time Basie, my Russian esthetician, put me on her table. She was like, come here. No, you'll never go back to shaving. I haven't looked back. And this has been really, really hard. So, all my girls who wax, I, y'all know the struggle. Um, My hair... Actually, I haven't been in a hair salon for a year because I got my hair done 
right before Coachella last year. Don't say that word. So yeah, that's another that's another topic. Don't you? But so I haven't really put heat to my hair probably maybe twice since a year, and that's just to get it braided. So I've been used to not going to the salon, but now my hair color is grown out. Like my roots, I mean, they're here. They're they're out here. And so I just cannot wait to have my hair dyed and like just done. Oh my God. Like I feel like crazy right now. My nails, my poor nails, my hands and my feet. I need a manicure, pedicure. So the upkeep part is kind of tough. Like that's hard. And now I'm getting like the itch to like, buy stuff too so i'm trying to like i mean we've been doing good because we've been we've people been i know people have been shopping i'm like y'all yeah, wild. Wild. like i thought about it i was like fam like yeah first off i can't do it because people losing their jobs and this is like i bought some shit man i want to wear it so bad i can't even wear the shit but like it's like shit like that like if i can't wear something like that then i can't i can't like say i want to buy something although i will say these motherfucking companies are sending me emails every day and they're tempting me because they're giving me some crazy ass promo codes like discounts like crazy even like sacks or like fit that sacks oh i know all of them i'm, I'm like, like yo and now i went to the website like oh shit that shit's only gonna be like you know what i mean like i'm not gonna do I that i have like six hundred fifty dollars worth of product in my sephora i'm buying part, something fuck that and i'm just like I got a new idea, guys. Let's all get drunk on Friday or Saturday and then, like, just buy some. Like, get drunk. I always tell Amber that. I'm like... We should do that. At least us. A lot of of the purchases that we have made that were kind of expensive expensive over the past year or so were made during the time of inebriation. The best inebriated purchase made was my uh, cactus plant sneakers. Yeah, that was a great. Those one. were those yes, because we were we were at what the Gunner show. Yeah, I was like, oh, I, was I, like, I want them. these, I wanted these. And you were like, go for it. I was like, really? You yeah, were like, and then I woke yeah. up the next day sober, and we were like, oh. But I love them shoes, and I I wear them. I know. So I like those shoes, man. I ain't gonna lie, man. I like those. Like, those are one of my favorite looking shoes. I would get those if I could. But you know, you know how times are. What I look like trying to like buy something fucking fresh and people are losing their jobs, bro. I don't. I wouldn't feel comfortable even trying to. Stay I don't right even want to buy clothes right now because yeah, I'm man. trying to be on my like fitness tip. But I really am tempted to buy like face creams and like mm. just stuff like pampering stuff because I'm home. Like I'm so like I want masks. I am gonna buy a couple of things. You should buy us a um a foot massager. Like one of those foot, like Ooh. those little foots, or like uh, a little spa bath. Yeah, a little bathtub with the salt shits. Cause I got, I got that. Uh, yeah, or you can get some salts. Like Epsom salts. Yeah, not Epsoms, but like get the ones that they oh, be like having at the fucking. Salts, yeah, the that, nice... that smell good and shit, and the oils. Hmm. You're you onto something. You gonna probably get that shit off Amazon. It's gonna be all fucking messed nah, up. Nah, I know. You're trash. But no, one thing that we are wanting to do is, so we have like a little balcony area, like off yeah. our, our, of our living room. And we've been wanting to do, or at least me, I've been wanting to do something out there for the longest time, but haven't. It's not a priority, but now I'm like, fuck it, we're in the house. It's a priority now. We need somewhere where we could sit outside and like just have fresh air. So that's the go next thing I think Go to Pinterest and show me what do. you want. And let's go. I'll go. Like we can get a Home Depot or some shit. Oh my God. Do you hear this, guys? Yeah, but you got. I'm telling you, man. You be wanting to sit outside, but it's first off. No, but we have is to get netting. Hell. It's at night. At night, we would do it. That, but the netting yeah. ain't gonna help, though. That shit ain't gonna help. It ain't gonna be like that foolproof net like we had in Turks type shit. Like no, can't. they have it. I looked on Amazon. I know, but I can't. We're not allowed to do that. 
Who's gonna say something? They're not even. There's nobody in the leasing office. Man, fuck them. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like nobody's here to tell us. I no, they, they. Somebody put a basketball hoop on the. I know. Damn. You know what I was thinking? I said, man, like. <laughs> If I was cool with my neighbors, I'd be like, yo, why don't we just throw money in and get like a... Because when I grew up, we had full court hoop. We would just set up a court like in the parking lot. And like we could take it and put set it up in one of them back parking lots. That'd be dope. Honestly, but I could... But you're not supposed to, you know, so Man, I'm about to highlight like the fucking maintenance nigga and be like, yo, can I put my shit in the garage over there? Social distancing? What does that mean? <laughs> no, <laughs> anyway, man. Anyway. Um, but for you, how about for you? Because I talked about all my uh, grooming man, issues. I am drunk, I feel like. You say, you say? I am feeling it. It's the exercising and stuff. You be saying anything. I no. swear sometimes you just say anything and y'all think you be thinking that like it's like... No, it's true for me. If I'm like... Okay, so I had eggs and toast, <laughs> and toast today. A protein shake and a Lara bar. Mm. Like the alcohol is going to hit. True. But... Anywho, I talked about my grooming things. What about for you? Like as a guy. Yeah. Like I know a lot of dudes, uh, you know... Especially like New Yorkers, like they love niggas, to be period. in a barber. Niggas, nah, they love man. to be in a barbershop, you know. Yeah, well, and a, sorry, they're struggling. Like yeah, y'all niggas are struggling. A lot of y- I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna be real with y'all. I learned how to cut my hair when I was 15 years old. First few times I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I fucked my hairline up, whatever. But I've I've never been to a barbershop since. I've always cut my own hair and edged myself up, and I think I've done a decent job. Would you say I've done alright? Yeah. Um, so why haven't you been to a barbershop? Because though? when I was so growing up, we had a barbershop back home and it wasn't expensive at the time. I mean, back in 2001, 2000, 1999, it was like 12 bucks for a haircut, you know, what I'm saying? or maybe 15 at the time. And then like, but I would always get an edge up, you know what I'm saying? When I would get edge up, he would just like edge me up and he would still taper the sides a little bit. You know what I mean? So that worked for me and that shit was only like eight dollars you know what i mean so and i had to pay for it myself my mom wasn't she's like yeah i'm not paying for your shit um you know and then after a while i was like man let me just learn how to do this and then i went to college and i let a nigga cut my hair and he fucked my whole shit up so i said nah bro. that was probably the start, yeah so yeah. i just started from scratch i cut my shit low and then trying to figure out how to edge myself up that was the most important part i figured out i could just it was just practice, and I just over time, like going to college, really taught me how to do it because I there wasn't I didn't know nobody at college that could cut hair, um, and then I just started doing it. But then like mainly, I could, it was cost too much, and then now I be seeing niggas a got to make appointments on apps and shit, and then like <laughs> it's like they pay like forty bucks including the tip with their haircuts and shit. I'm like that is crazy to me. That's crazy, but and you need your haircut like what once a week, one point yeah, weeks, especially if you like me, like for me, like I had to have I cut my hair once a week. So like I gotta like have my shit looking straight once a week. So forty dollars, forty dollars a week. You know what I'm saying? And then you you paying that? That's a lot of money, that's man. That's a lot of money. That's a bill. Yeah, that's a bill. And um, but yeah. So and right now, like my hair is long. I grew my hair out for like it's been what like a year and a half. So mm-hmm. all I do is edge it up. Um, my beard's looking nasty as shit. Like my undercarriage <laughs> under my neck. I just let that shit rock. Um, as far as maintenance goes, going to the beach, I need to shave my torso. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen. But but Keep for it you, buck, though, for like, you, this doesn't change anything. Like you could. That's what I mean. Like, well, it does you, though because for well, it doesn't change anything. But at the same time, like you I was telling you, depending on going outside to do. That I don't have stuff. to go. I don't have to use outside things to to make sure my like to, to maintain my appearance or whatever. That's um, good. 
But, I, and I make sure that even though I don't have to go anywhere, that I do shave once a week like I normally do, just so I can have some sense of normalcy in my life to make it seem like I'm actually doing something. Um, but that's it, man. I feel bad for y'all niggas that got receding hairlines and you go to your barber to get Beijing's and try to get like your edge up straight all the time. Y'all niggas is getting exposed right now. So let that shit go. You're terrible. No, I'm, I'm, I'm sick of these niggas that have receding hairlines and you're holding on to it. Just go baldy. Like me, if I, like, once I cut, if I cut my hair, I already know my hair is going to be a wrap. I'm going to short. What if it's short. not and your shit is like OD like. Then I'm going to rock it. But like, niggas that. You're going to be so gassed, Listen, bro. when you're 50 years old and you be dying your gray hair, it's like, bro, we know you have, a, like, we know it. Like, I know you have black or gray hair. Let that shit go. So you don't think men should dye their gray hair? If you're, it's like, it's like, I see you every day. Let's say I'm your, let's say you're my, my wife, right? And like, you see me every day with gray hair. But women do it all the time. Why? Fam. Women are different though. Women are like, more like, vanity, more into like, they wear makeup. They always want their hair done. I get that. With a man, like, just rock your shit. Get like, the if shit. I'm 35, right? Yeah. I'm not 35 yet. But if I'm 35 as a woman and I start getting, like, gray. That's different. You're a, you a female, though. You're going to let me be, like, you know, I mean, you're, you're not going to care. But you're a woman, though. But. Men shouldn't, like, men don't care about that shit. Like. What if you're 25? And, and you're dying your shit? Gray, and you started getting grays. That's my. You're that's Tito. What do you mean? Yeah, if you're 25, then you, if you're less, if you're under 40, then you can still die your shit. But like I said, if you're like 50 years old, oh yeah, no, stop no, dying no. I your get shit. That. I get you're what like, you're saying. I get what you're saying. Um, I thought you meant for younger people. Nah, younger people. That's that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I know people who are getting gray hair like really young. Me too. Yeah. So everybody's different. But yeah, woman, I feel bad for y'all. I don't know, like like Amber said, like waxing your shit. Make sure your shit's straight because. You know, to be honest, a lot of us are really, are, if you're with your significant other or with a, a partner of yours, you're going to be having intercourse. So you want to make sure you're, sh- you're straight down there. And for some of you women that don't take care of yourselves, I feel really bad for your partners. All right. That's it. I just, it's gross. All right. Oh, you know what I do want to learn, Like, though? really, no, honestly, I, I, really I, gross. I. <laughs> so once I blow a, bl- a bag at Sephora.com... I really want to learn how to do makeup. That's like my, like oh, one of my bigger, yeah, like I want to learn how to do like a good solid beat. I don't wear a lot of makeup, so I really want to learn how to do that. So that's on my list. Whatever. What? What else we talking about? All the quarantine. Anything else about the quarantine? Nah, I think we're good. Um, I'm all right. So, out. well, speaking of quarantines. Shout out to DJ... Well, fuck that. DJ Nice has been doing a great thing with his music. Shout out to him for starting this wave of people doing Instagram Live to whether it's do DJ sets or music, whatever it is. So shout out to him. Y'all wore that nigga out for four days straight. (laughs) Probably like eight days. He he, he made a nice come up. Um, Good for him. He's been in the game for a long time. So shout out to him uh, for, you know, his, his climb to success. But that has opened the door for a lot of other... Artists to not just you know how we're we're black you know our culture is very competitive. I don't see no other cultures doing this shit. We're the only culture that's competing. Like that's something in our DNA to for us to compete. I would say this: it's not. But that's that's who we are. It's not a bad thing. Black. I would say hip hop culture. That's what I mean. Our culture. Hip hop culture is a competition. It's like it's a competition. Right. So we. I think there was other ones, but it mainly started off. 
<laughs> last... What did it start with? It was it was last week we missed. Well, it wasn't a competition last week. It was like a bunch of DJs were just playing beats and playing music yes. and shit. So Jess yeah. Blaze, Ninth Wonder, um, K Capri, DJ Booth was charging people to watch it on Cash App. He wasn't um, charging. He was asking for donations. For all right, but anyway, so the first competition that I can think of was really Sean Garrett versus the Dream. Now I'll let you provide your insight on what you think of that. I have very limited insight. I did not watch it. I saw clips of it. It looked like a hot mess. So I'm glad I didn't waste my time. Um, in terms of the matchup, like I from the clips that we watched even on YouTube, I couldn't even make out what was really happening. With the back and forth, so it was kind of hard to follow, and it wasn't worth going back to try to figure it out. Um, but I think they both have good catalogs, and um, at first I was like, does it make sense? But I feel like both could like stand up against the other person, but apparently they just have some like underlying tension right. slash beef or something, so it just turned into like more about that versus the actual music, so... So with that, and we'll talk about it with Neil because apparently Sean Garrett was he was on that shit and he was acting crazy. He, I mean, I saw clips of it and he looked crazy as hell. Um, we all love the dream. I love. We love the dream. We love the dream as an artist, but a lot of the shit that he wrote. All right, with these battles, I have an issue with these battles. Right, let's get into it. All right, the issue here. I have with these battles is that when they put one person versus the next, from what we've heard so far. Always one of the per people are an artist, right? So they play a lot of their own songs in the battles, whereas the other person who is strictly a strong songwriter who may have one or two songs that they have done is relying on songs that they've done for other people. I think that's how the battle should be. It shouldn't be you shouldn't be allowed to play your own shit. Um because it really like that you're of course Neo is more popular than Jante Austin. Of course of course uh the dream is more popular than Sean Garrett. But to keep it a buck, the dream has been riding the coattails of Rihanna and Beyonce and Jay-Z for the past 10 years. All right. So to. All right. What you just said was really interesting. So with the dream versus Sean Garrett, I feel like. All right. Let me get off them for a second. Your example with Neo and Jonte Austin. I would disagree with that because I feel like Neo, like it's a songwriter competition, right? It's a songwriter battle. So whoever the song was written for, if it happened to be for Neo and he's putting his own stuff in there, I actually don't take that away. He didn't win anyway. So he didn't win. Like he wasn't going to win regardless. I don't think it was a popularity contest. Like I don't think Neo could win off of being popular because it's his song. So I actually am not taking any way, anything away from him. It's like, oh, okay, the song Neo wrote for himself. Cool. But I feel like with the dream, I don't know why it like hits a little. You know why? Because Sean Garrett was also an artist. I almost think it's because of that. Like, yeah. we know Jonte is not an artist, so you're not taking points but away. But I feel like people are like, yeah, Sean Garrett was an artist and he wasn't as big. So you're looking at it from that perspective. But Does also, with the, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, with the dream, I love the dream. I'm not sitting there saying I don't like the dream or him hating on him. I love the dream. He had a certain time in music. For sure. His, he had a certain sound that like lasted. over a decade ago. Right, so like... He had a ton of hits during that three or four year period. You know what I'm saying? So, like, oh, seven. But, like, to when 10? I, like, in Sean Garrett's defense, he had range in some of the songs. And I, I judge a person in their range, not in their quantity. It's yeah. like your quality versus your quantity. Yeah. That's how I judge people. You know what I'm saying? So, 
Um, but not to spend too much time on a dream versus that. That was the beginning. Then the next one was Jante versus uh, Neo. How did you feel about that one? I loved that. So, like, the clips that I saw, I already had a bad taste in my mouth from the previous battle, even though I didn't watch it because of the, like, talk that was coming up and the clips I was seeing. I was just like, mm, it seems a little, like... Like, first of all, all right, going back to quarantine, like, there's a reason why people are doing this. Like, we're in quarantine, it's bad times, people are dying. So, like, the negative energy for me is not appreciated. I'm just like, like right. why are you doing this? You know what I'm saying? Like, honestly, like, especially last week, like, I was just like, people are really in a headspace of like, yo, this is really happening. Like, people are really dying. Like, this is tough. So, I feel like doing a petty beef type I was just like, and the eh. shit that went along with it, as far yeah. as like the videos talking about I own this nigga and like it, I'm it just made like, it very it, like it put a bad taste yeah. in my mouth, and yeah. I'm just like for me, I'm thinking like D nice did like you're doing this Positive. to lift yeah. people's spirits Positive. up, you know what I'm saying? So watching um, Neo and Jonathan, we we joined um, the live um, after a few songs. We missed the first few songs. You could just see their energy was like cool, and like respectful. they respect mm -hmm. each other. So they were just like, "Yo, bro, like I'm about to kill you with this one." And you know they were what I'm like, saying? and they're like, both vibing to each other's songs. Yes, you know what and I'm so just seeing that, I was like hype. And I was that, like, "Yo, they're so, killing Not it. to like cut you out, but that yeah. also made the people watching feel the joy and like the happiness. It was the energy that they that they put off that the, the everybody was like, it wasn't like, "Oh, he's shitting on him," or he. And if they people were saying that, it was more like. Playful the way our our culture is, where it's yeah. just like for hooping with somebody, like oh he's killing him. But that doesn't yeah, make yeah, you want to fight yeah, the nigga. Yeah, you know what no, I mean? Like, it never came off disrespectful, even from the commenters in the live. From them themselves, they showed a lot of respect to each other, and I felt like it was cool. Like e each man in the situation felt very secure in their own what they brought to the table, and very proud of the work, and very proud of each other. Like they were singing mm -hmm. each other's songs word for word. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, damn, like, they really impacted. First of all, I was, like, clapping for both of them. Because I'm like, yo, they really gave us, like, joints. Like, both of them gave us joints. And we had a little conversation about R&B. And, like, mm -hmm. damn, like, can R&B get both of them right now to just write? Because they, that's what we're missing. Actual, like, content. Like, no, actual R&B songs and not trap fucking R&B yeah. songs. Oh, my God. Like, talking about their ex. Like, so that's all I trap R&B. Sorry. Yeah, I could watch an R&B, like, um, battle. Like, real R&B. Like, what John Tan Neal provide with lyricism. And structure. And their structure songs have structure, bro. All day. Because that's missing. That's not there. Like... The one that stood out for me, even though I do feel like John Tay won, and I think most people would agree on Neo Lost, the Mario's Let Me Love You, written by Neo, is such a standout record to me because the lyric, like, that's lyrics, yo. Like, the way, not just the, the, the lyrics in the song, but the way Mario's singing the song, the way it's arranged, and what he's saying in the way that he's saying it. That is missing right now. So I was just really excited to see that and be reminded. Like, these are songs we all know and love. Yeah. But just be reminded, like, yo, when that shit dropped, that was a crazy time. You know what I mean? Like, it brought everybody back. So I enjoyed it. Like, would you say the same thing? Definitely. I mean, you, you hit the nail on the head. I think that it was great for just the people sitting at home. Um, I genuinely enjoyed it. The quality was good. It wasn't, like, static. And people were, like... In a dark room, like you could see both people involved. Um, it was just energetic, man. It was it was good to see and good to hear classic songs, classic music. Um, 
You know, that's kind of what we want, man. Like, I don't want this to get out of hand to where it's just like so-and-so versus so-and-so. Like, just random people who really don't have the quality of hits to, to go against one another. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Um, there's a bunch of different ones we want to see. Yeah. You know? So, all right. So, going into that, on Saturday, there's Lil John. Okay, wait, wait, wait. On Saturday, there's Lil John versus T-Pain. Before we get into that, there was... Scott Storch versus Randy <laughs> Fresh. And I don't know how that, that got there because the whole talk before that was T-Pain versus um, Scott Storch, which didn't end up happening for whatever reason. I was seeing buzz on Twitter about it being like T-Pain is a writer and producer. Scott Storch is just a producer. I don't know. I don't know why they didn't have it, but they didn't end up doing that. And they didn't, ended up doing Scott Storch versus Manny Fresh, which we missed. We didn't watch it. Still haven't seen it. Yeah. And I'm good. I think once I see too many tweets about it, I'm like, okay, like y'all gave me the recap. Mm -hmm. But aside from that, I don't really have too much commentary around that. But if you do... Yeah, I just think when we do these battles, man, we got to be realistic and put certain artists in certain categories. Yes. It has to be like the era artists, the era producers that were from a certain era, like that produced for like three or four years that had nothing but smash hits. Those artists should go against one another. Your legacy acts, your Pharrell's, your Kanye's, your Timbaland's, your Swiss Beats, all those people should go against one another. Um... And then those writers slash producers should go against one another. Like T-Pain against Little John, if I think, from what I think is going to happen, it's pretty much going to be T-Pain's songs that he was on, right? Versus songs that John, Little John produced. So it doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. I, I really don't know. All right. So I'm going to. Who's that Caucasian, man? I don't know. I googled. I tried to Google T Pain and it brought something else up. Timothy okay, Payne. so songs written by T Pain. So I'm gonna open this article because mm, see it, it. There's a very short list here. You gotta go to Wikipedia if you want. Yeah, I think so. Because I'm like they wouldn't do Pain like that. all right. Because cool. he can say I'm. He'll, he'll say right. Good Life, and that's not a T Pain song. What do you? Oh, I got you. I got you. Let me see if that's in here. It is. See, but it but in parentheses. Well, we can identify, right? right? Like we the same thing with the neo joints where it's just a hook versus. But see, that's what the thing is. He's gonna go on there and put thirty fucking songs that he's did hooks on, which is like every song from the two thousands. So versus, like, who is it? Little, Little John. John, which is the producer. I made these beats and I did like. So it should be T Pain production against Little right, John and it's production. not a. Versus songwriting. Bartender's not going to go against fucking uh, get some crunk in the system. By T-Pain. I'm sure everybody's Googling this stuff right now. Yeah, I think it's be sleeping on Lil Jon, bro. These new generation don't know what Lil Jon brought to this world. Songs produced by T-Pain. Okay, gotcha. All right. Bartender. Buy you a drink. Can't believe it, chopped and screwed, like uh, the no the ones we know. Um, got money. Um, All this shit sound like a fucking. The I'm same in love thing. with the stripper. Kiss, kiss. Ride by Ace Hood. Shorty, get loose. These can't. If this is it, then. 
He's gonna be got money. He's gonna do. Um, yeah, he might be the dude. He's gonna do the I'm songs. so hood. He'll do all those shit with DJ Khaled. Um, okay, the song's written. Hard. He has a lot of songs he's written, and that's different. So, but like you said, it's only hooks. So he's written. Little John should have won against Manny Fresh. That would have been a good competition. Yeah. Yeah. So let's see Little John production. Okay. Type in the year 2002. He got, I mean, he got hits. Yeah. Like he's gonna, like. He got, yeah, bro. He got, yeah. What the fuck? Like, what's going on? He even has, like, Touched by Amory. Yeah. Um,. Let me. I'm only gonna say the ones we know. A uh, girl fight by Brooke Valentine, which is like an oldie. Goodies by uh, Sierra. Um, let's see. Tell me when to go by E40. Lean back, the remix, not the original. Um, this might be equal though. You're crazy to hell. It, you ain't even get it to the Ying Yang twin shit. You ain't even get it to the little, little scrappy uh, shit. You he ain't got the, the pitbull though. Yeah. Like Kulo, Doma. Yeah. Okay. He got okay with Nivea. Um, let me see. He got that shit that's out now with the fucking um the DJ, the, the white DJ that be playing in Vegas and shit. Um, I don't know the name. Maybe DJ Snake. One of them type niggas. Mm-hmm. If you heard a song, you'd be like, alright, this song plays everywhere. Of course, the Crunk Classics, Trillville. That's what I'm saying, bro. You, you got- know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Young Bloods. You know what I'm saying? All of them. Don't start no shit, won't be no shit. Are you serious? Yeah. It's gonna... I, what I will say, it's gonna be entertaining. I can't predict how they're gonna break it up. I do think T-Pain is gonna bring some of the songs he wrote along with some of the songs he produced to give like a mashup. And Lil Jon might have writing credits too. So we're just he did yeah, bro. That's just it. Like <laughs> that's gonna be his Joker card. Certain card for sure. Like yeah, that's gonna like that's gonna get be- low and yeah. Yeah. He don't gotta play nothing else. Like, nothing can compete with those two. So, whether I like Get Low or not, like, that song is played everywhere you fucking go. Yeah. So, we're going to see. I think it'll be entertaining. It'll be... The one thing I can say, they'll both be, like, party. Like, you'll get a party vibe from a T-Pain and a Lil John. Like, it's going to be more upbeat. It's not going to be, like, that R&B type style. So, it'll be fun to watch. I think a lot of things, if you just look at it, it's just it being in fun. Hopefully, everybody could just enjoy it. But battles we would like to see. Mm-hmm. That's the better conversation. Who would you like to see? In a producer battle? In a producer battle. Um, no matter what the popular vote is, just what you personally would enjoy. Or you could start throwing names out and even if you don't know who the matchup would be. Just like, like I said yesterday, can't nobody fuck with Pharrell. We have to see Pharrell. And if we don't get out this quarantine without seeing Pharrell get on live, we know Kanye is not going to do it. We know he lives in Wyoming somewhere and he doesn't care. Yeah. But I feel like we could get Pharrell. I want to see I want to see JD and Diddy, Diddy go against each other. Or I want, and I want to see the Trap Masters go against... Well, like I told Amber, nobody can beat the Trap Masters. I went through their fucking like, production discography. Like Was it today or yesterday? Today. It's going to be a hard time beating the Pharrell. It's, it, Trap Masters versus Pharrell should be a battle. And, and nobody's saying that. 
So that would be really Robbie weird. Jerkins thinks he's <laughs> But JD So I want to see these five people JD, Trackmasters, Pharrell, Kanye JD, Trackmasters, Kanye, Pharrell And Diddy And then as a um, bonus For my hip hop heads I want to see RZA versus DJ Premier Alright You said did not say 3-6 Mafia And I'm shocked Because I, I see I was going Because people don't appreciate 3-6 Mafia's beats But I would hope that they don't understand it. I really. know. And they're so popular that they will get the audience. Mm-hmm. You see, people that aren't as popular, they're only going to get the audience that knows them, which is the beauty behind it. But they're popular. So people are going to come in not knowing what they bring to the table. It's kind of like oxtails, right? <laughs> they're oxtails to you, but everybody else is like pizza. Of course, pizza is going to get picked in this country over fucking oxtails. But uh, like you know, Oxtail is like your shit, bro. Ain't yeah. nothing fucking with it. Like that's it. So it may not be the popular pick or whatever, but I know they've been making beats since 1992. So like their beats are made for a certain fucking sound. And I think if they had a beat battle, the crowd that would be watching it would only be familiar with like popping my collar and like sipping on some scissor. They wouldn't really appreciate their, their really good yeah. beats. Yeah, no, so. I agree. So. Ugh, I want to see Missy. Missy, yeah. I want to like Missy, yo. And Missy be playing that humble tip, and I'm sick of her because she's just like, oh, can't, I don't know how I would stand Missy, up bro. against anybody. Like she said this, and I'm like, fam, stop, just stop. Like Missy, Missy's catalog is crazy, and I really want to see her go up again. I I would see her go against Candy, and I don't know how they would stack up. Blow her out the fucking the, door, bro. That's Candy a, got, a, all right. That's a one versus sixteen matchup. In the NCAA tournament. Candy Burr's credits. Let me see. And now I have to see it because... All right. Songwriting. Don't even dare pull at Missy's. I'm I'm not. So she got Dustin's Child's Bill, Bill's Bill's Bill's. Yeah. She got Bugaboo. 1999 she, called. They want their fucking... Song. It doesn't matter what year. Missy. Most of Missy's stuff is in the 90s. I know. Right. So, again... Destiny's Child's Bills, 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 mm-hmm. Bugaboo, um, TLC's No Scrubs. I mean, those are heavy hitter. Yeah, 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 for sure. Stuff. So give me, um, give me ten. That's where it's hard. Right. So she has good, like, big songs that have probably kept her paid, but she doesn't have a Missy discount. Now pull up Missy's fucking writing credit, bro. <laughs> if you want. I got all night. Oh, I, I'm not. You know I stand. Because I'm like, the, I love whenever I'm like watching old songs that have nothing to do with Missy. I'm like, yo, Missy wrote that fucking song. I can tell Missy wrote that song. There's too many, Michael. I could just. Now, she got to go up against. See, but you know what kills me about people? This is where I'm going to get my women empowerment on. It's always like, put a woman against the woman. Why? No, nah, put Missy against anybody. Anybody, fam. Anybody. You're talking one, two step, okay? You're talking all in my grill. We can even go to the songs that are not her own, okay? We're talking Oops, Oh My. We're talking about um, So Gone by Monica. We're talking Tempo by Lizzo. And here's We're the talking funny thing, like though. But Missy, Missy, but Missy, but Missy here, produced yo. a lot of these songs too. I, she produced after a certain month. My Love is Like Whoa by Maya. Like, come on. Get your freak on. Yeah, and I'm not. That's what I'm saying. I'm not even like naming her own songs. What's Missy's biggest song? Free Yourself. Do you hear me? By Fantasia Barino. Like I can hear. It. I can sound. I hear it. I hear it now. Yo. I hear it now. Put her against anybody. Put her against 
What's Biggie's? What's her Missy? Her biggest song? Missy of her own. Like the big, her biggest like pop song. Would you say get your freak on? Give me like a second to get through this without me. Where my girl's at? What you think about that? How about Maze versus Cam? Alright. I don't know what her biggest song is right now. Oh, Make It Hot by Nicole Ray. Um, but, oh my God, I Care For You by Aaliyah. Like, Four page letter. Come on, fam. Shit, come on. She's... <laughs> Beat Me 911. Like... Alright, man, you're... Like, Not she's it. a dozen roses. Like, come on. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. She's killing it. Yeah. yeah. That's why I love Signs by Beyonce. It reminds me so much of it. It's so, like, extra. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, who can sing a song about astrology signs? Right. Missy. But like, all right, so get off get off of that for a minute. So remember, I said yesterday I want to see we should get the rappers to do their ten best verses versus their somebody. I think the rappers should come out and get their ten their ten. They think their ten best verses and they battle against another rapper's ten best verses. It doesn't have to be like the best punchlines, like it's like a rap battle, but like your ten favorite verses versus favorite. So something came up on my Twitter timeline. Uh, Ti's twenty fours was like on the timeline. Everybody's like. First verse is Hall of Fame. But see, I don't have any, like, affinity towards that. Hall of Fame for what? <laughs> I don't know. Alright, man. And I, I love that album, but, alright. Cool. I just wanted to check with you. Making sure I wasn't bugging out. But, but any- trap, trap music is a, is a classic album, and it should be considered one of the most 20, 25 influent, top 25 influential rap albums. Ever, ever, of influential rap, influential rap albums. Ever, he created a whole another genre of music, and people started really focusing yeah. on the South differently. Yeah, it wasn't about like because Outkast was considered the South. Outkast was like oh Southern rappers, and Little John was you know all them niggas like ah, but he created that whole like all right we got to start respecting yeah. Atlanta. We're like they talking about that dope the boy shit, shit, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And that's what everybody has started. Future just took it. And ran with it, like, and made it into like trap slash trap you drug using, right? You know what I mean? So, I don't think people give trap music enough of credit. So, but um, going back to who I would want to see in a live, I don't know who Missy would compete against, but she needs to compete against somebody. I think her and um, how about JD Missy versus Pharrell? Could go head to head. Yeah, I really do. I really feel like they could go head to head. Now he might have more under the belt because he was in the game longer than her. But he has a lot of production, right? But he see a lot of his writers, like John T and Brown, Michael Cox wrote a lot of those songs from Mariah Carey. That's and, like, what I'm saying. So it would have to be like a solo versus solo. So I, I haven't identified who Missy would go against. I want to see a old school, like a Jimmy Jam versus like Babyface type of shit, like the Forty and Over. Babyface don't want no fucking smoke. What? He he's good, but he don't want no smoke with uh, them. He don't want to. He, he see that would be dope. See, I feel like we're on the cusp. Like I was like a baby, baby when that shit came out, but I know everything. Where's Rodney Jerkins? There's no funny shit like Dark Child. Where we put him? Who we put him against? Dark Child. All right, let's see. Because he's gonna have Child. all them early two thousand, late nineties R and B songs. He ran them charts. O D O D. All right, but 
So Rodney Jerkins. No Jerkins. Single discography. Okay, no, this is counting. So he did I Can Love You. Like the I Can Love You. Who's saying that? Better than she can. Oh, that song. Um, so that's the first one I see that's a standout. The Boy Is Mine, Sitting on Top of the World, Angel of Mine by Monica. It's not right, but it's okay by Whitney Houston. Uh, Angel in Disguise by Brandy. He had like that whole era. If Mm -hmm. You Had My Love by Jennifer Lopez, Say My Name by Dustin's Child. Okay. Put him against Missy. Yeah. Writing, just from writing credits, like from like songs that he. Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah, he got some joints. Like, that era, though. After you leave that era... Like, 2005? It's a wrap. Before that. Nine, I wouldn't like, even... Like, 2003? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That sucks. That, he had a, a, a pocket. You That's how I know niggas ain't for real, bro. Um, he... But he came back. He had, um... Dark Child 9-9. He had One Wish for Ray J. Man, if you don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> he had, uh, Cater to You for Dustin's Child, which was a big record. He had um Ninth Wonder produced the best record on that album, by the way. What did he produce? That was on Fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Um, is she the reason? Fire. That whole album is good, man. Like, that's a really good project. And they just dipped out after that. Yeah. That's Shout a good that's a ninth, high note to leave on. Yeah. Um Yeah, after that he really kind of fell off. I'm trying to look to see if he's even relevant. Like, if he ever came back and dropped something um, big, but... Mm-mm. Big chips? Big chips! No. Tell the people what you, you call big chips. No, I don't call it anything. With your other version of it. Oh, he did Revolution for Kirk right, Can we get out of here, fam? Like, honestly, get but out he, of here. But he had jerkins. some hits. He had some hits. All right, well, he's not going to make it. Babyface, Jimmy Jam, and Terry Lewis... Missy Elliott. Teddy Riley. Teddy Riley should be in a conversation, and I don't know who he goes against. Maybe he goes against Rodney Jerkins. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Because certain there were certain producers who had pockets. It yeah. doesn't take away from how great they were in their. But Teddy production. Riley was around for a minute though, bro. Was he though? Pull up Teddy Riley real quick. I feel like he Guys, had the you, early. If you, you turned it off by now, I don't care. This, we're no, no, music. no. Now we're talking music. Teddy Riley. Oh, my God. What is that? It looks like Teddy. I put Teddy in. <laughs> That's lingerie. You're so dumb, yeah. All right. Teddy Riley production discography. Oh, but, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. I see a lot of shit on that screen. I see a lot of shit, too, but not stuff that I recognize. You weren't even born. Okay. Obviously, I like By Guy, which is, like, one of my favorites ever. No diggity, um, make it last forever. All right, get the fuck out of here. By Keith Sweat, that's a that's classic. a big song, yeah. Um, Don't they have it by year? Ooh, now that we found love. All right, can I just say we should just do whether producer or producer, writer or writer. Just take your your what you think are your ten best songs or twenty. Twenty. Uh, that's it. It don't gotta be like. What the public thinks, these are my 20 best songs that I stand on, no matter what. And then you take that against somebody else, that's it. You don't do what the public's telling you to do. 
And I think a lot of times that's what's going on with these batteries. Even though there's only been like a handful of them. I think take your 20 best, my 20 best, whether it's rapper versus rapper, R&B singer. It can be, they can do like a Fantasia, whatever. They need, Anybody like that. You know what I'm saying? So they need to do, there's not going to be a lot of this, but they need to do a singer songwriter battle. Like the combination. Yes. Like Alicia Keys. Like who can that, sing and who can write, yes. who sings and writes songs. Who wrote songs. all their music. And that's gonna be like a small few, but if you get like a, I don't even know. She's the one that stands out to me because I know her music well. But like her first two albums, bodied. We're gonna we gotta just figure some things out. Yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll figure out the kinks. But there's a lot of different combinations we can figure We're out. We're gonna be talking. about We can do like era versus era. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. um, yeah, man. Record label versus record label. Mm, bad boy. Nah, I think my face would body that, bro. You could do a little face. You could do Rockefeller versus Bad Boy. You could do it. Like, there's just so many. Mm. Yeah. Who had more hits? Nah, I ain't even going to say that. That ain't going to make sense. All right, we'll get out of here. But I'm glad, I will say, I'm glad that everybody's taking the initiative. Listen, obviously the people that the entertainers are as bored as we are. I mean, that they're creatives. This is like, I'm sure they want to be out, like, performing and doing stuff. So, Everybody's having a difficult time with this. I appreciate that people are getting on live and just like doing it for themselves, doing it for the people, doing it for the fans who want to hear good music and positive vibes and that kind of thing. So I'm excited to see Lil John. I, I ain't seen Lil John in a minute. You know, sidebar. You know, I want to see man because I don't think y'all respect this nigga and understand his impact is Ja Rule. It take Ja Rule's ten songs. Take ten Ja Rule songs. Ja Rule and Fifty should go against each other. I think and Ja Rule will get them. I think. Eh. Ten, but see, that's the problem. Though. There's gonna be a bias going into the judging. So like, no, but there won't though. That's the thing. I people think people forget will, Ja Rule used to be a hardcore rapper though. But that's why I think the live would be good because you're gonna have everybody. You're gonna have the suburban people who like only know Ja Rule shit and like fuck with him. You're gonna have. The New York crowd fucks who, has, who fucks with 50, but the they middle. also are from, Ja Rule's also from New York. But a lot of niggas and, um, don't like to admit that they like those songs that Ja Rule made with the Charlie that, Baltimore's When and they shit. hit play, though, on the live, you see the real reactions. People be like, oh my God, like, that's crazy. Come on, if if Ja Rule hits a Ja Rule and a Shanti, like, I want to be your chick, everybody remembers who that. Has, who has the bigger five pack, Ja Rule or Nelly? Jaru. You're crazy, dog. Jaru. You're crazy. Five pack? A five pack. Five pack. Jaru versus Nelly. Just j- Jaru. You're crazy. All right. Give, give me, me your, your five. Yeah, give me your five. Give me your five. You're, you said I'm crazy. I, I didn't say anything. So you give me your five. Um, Hot in here. Okay. What's going against that? Going against hot in here? Yeah. Um, Damn. I, I gotta pull Jaru's songs up. Nah, nigga, we no, off the top. No, because you can do no, not off the top because I can't think off the top right now. I'm penny my system. Speaking of which, take a shot, man. Okay, cheers. Quarantine edition. Let's. I'm gonna do Nelly. I'm gonna pull up Nelly's thing for you first, so you could pick your five pack. We're doing this live, guys. You can. Edit it down. I don't know. I'm not going to. I can tell you off the top what I think Nelly's biggest songs are. All right, pick your five. Go to click on that. Country Grammar. E I. Ride with me. Country Grammar. Ride with me. 
Um, country grammar, got it. Country grammar. Um, Not bad. Right? Dilemma. Okay. That's fucking five songs right there, ain't it? What's on Nellyville? Don't don't have me go to sweatsuit. Dilemma. I'm playing. Uh, Air Force Ones. I don't even like that song, bro. Air Force Ones came out. Was that the Lunatics? The same album. Yeah. Come on, man. You be shitting on Nelly, though. I didn't shit. No, I love Nelly. But come on, you're making it seem like Ja Rule couldn't stand up against Nelly. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Like, that's what I'm saying. All right. It would be equal. Vinny Vidi Vici, to me, uh, Holla Holla is the same as Country Grammar to me. I'll give you that. That's like the same exact, like, vibe. You know what I mean? Same like, vibe, but Country Grammar better. Mm, Vinny right. Vidi Vici is a good album, too, by the way. Uh, I, I bought that album right there. Between Me and You, Put It On Me. Come on. So those are in but his... But you get the vibes right now. But he... The, yeah, yeah, I get those it. Those are yeah. in his... So I'm giving you three right there. I Cry My Hold for a yeah. second. I'm going to hold that one for a second. No, hold that. Put that in there. No, I'm holding that's that. A, that's a, that's a bonus second. joint. Always on time. Yeah. Fam. Come on. But he got... These are fucking... I'm real. No, that was a J-Lo song. But listen, man. Down Ass Bitch with Charlie Baltimore. And like, come on. Like... Cool. Which one of those be uh, fucking uh, hot in here? Just name one. I, 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 all right, I can see. Like, for real. Hot in here is going to beat one of those here's songs. What, but I don't think all five of Nelly's is beating yeah, all five Yeah, but here's the ja issue. Rule. You're right. I think Ja Rule comes out on top. I know. Here's why, here's why I'm telling you. Those songs, I vibe to those songs more. But they're very repetitive in the songs that they are. But we're talking about in 2020. To me, it's like what's lasting. Are we talking about what's better or what was better on the charts? What's better? What's better on the charts is relevant then. We're right. talking about in 2020, what's clicking now? Like, what is going to make you be like, nah, like, Ja Rule got this, or nah, Nelly got because this? Because Nelly has a certain, uh, like, people, Charts is whack. Like, but I say, you can but go but back and look at charts. Nelly, like, he's, like, fucking, like, a lame, though. Like, I'm New York not, niggas wasn't respecting Nelly. What? I love that. Well, I'm Yeah, a you're a girl, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So... You get what Nelly, I'm saying, though, I get right? what you're saying. I'm not taking away from Nelly, but we're not going to do that to Ja Rule. Oh, <laughs> I'm not shitting on Ja Rule. Nah. It's equal, if anything. All right, let's do it now. Who goes first? You flip a coin. It don't matter, bro. You, you go, what you on? You go first. No, we're gonna flip the the lighter. If it's big up, if it's this side up. And can I add a, um, a disclaimer? No, I am not sitting here saying I'm like Nelly's no, number one fan. I'm just trying to give the nigga both of these early two thousands niggas their proper due. All right. Um, what, what is this? What side? We're flipping. What, a, what, what are you calling? Model cap? Yeah, what are you calling? I got, um, I'll, I'll say this side. Okay. All right, All right you go so, first. No, I won, so you, I get to pick what I want to do. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, yeah, whatever. You go first. I, I'm going to go holla, holla. I'm going to go EI. All right, you win. All right. All right. All right, next song is... Between me and you. Ride with me. See, but you getting the white vote from that. Oh, yo, yo, no, let's go. You want? I didn't want to do what this. What do we shit. think then? No, nigga, you said it. What you want right, to do? Between me and you. <laughs> no. What do you? Do? You like ride with me? So don't even try to make it seem like it's the white vote. Ride with me. With All right me. then, game over. Uh, no. All right. I still got three. All right, whatever you want to pick. Go ahead. Mm. I'll give you the next two. 
Cause you'll probably you'll win the next two. Put it on me. Um. Ei. You picked ei. Nuh-uh. That was what you picked. The oh, against? I said country grammar, didn't I? Or I said yeah. No. All right, country grammar. Put it on me. Okay, I'll give you that. Okay, can I get my little scratchy? All right. Um. Down ass bitch. Air Force Ones. Come on. No, Dilemma. Dilemma, sorry. Fuck. Yeah, Dilemma. Okay. You got it. And all right, you got it. You got it. You I'll got give it. you that one. No, I'll give. You, I'll just give it to you just for argument's sake. No, it ain't about right. argument. So that's cool. Yeah, we had to finish. You said. I know because my had to finish. We're my one, one in the tuck is always on time, and that's your better than is, fucking yeah, hot in here. I know you're gonna. So be- you lost four to one. Now, if it was a ten piece, Jairo would win. Would he? I, yeah, he would win. He got more of those. And that's why up. I think there should be. It should be more than less. But it wasn't. It wasn't for us to do that. Just I just wanted to like give Nelly a shout out because people forget that Nelly had fucking. That's fair. A lot of hits. That's fair. Um. Oh, I know a good matchup. Hmm. We had to get DMX versus somebody. I I have a special place in my heart for X. I do. Anyway, man, we can do this all day, guys. Yeah. Uh, we've been talking for a long time. If you guys have any ideas or any people you want to see that isn't just the, you know, the cliches, people, let's say, you know, it could be, remember you guys went to New Orleans, you were arguing who's better. Uh, this Was it Sierra versus uh, Shanti? Oh, my God, we put albums. Yeah. We did, al- we should do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, so. We did um, Ashanti's debut album against Beyonce's debut album. So here's what we should start doing. Here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. This is my idea. Another idea. We're going to invite people, and you can send out a message on Instagram. Like, listen, who had this? Who had a better album? Let's say, for example, Ashanti versus Sierra, right? And be like, get people to have feedback and be like, whoever wants to join in the debate, we're going to have a debate at eight o'clock on Zoom, and we send out and we just have a like live debate, and we just sit there and talk about it. All right, but you know what I mean. So. Um, quarantine's gonna last for a long time, guys. So we gotta get creative with how we're gonna kill time. So thank you, thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. We'll be back next week for sure. I'm gonna lie, you might start getting two episodes a week at this point, yeah. man. Um, we ain't got shit else to do, man. So except for make love and kiss on each other, we're adults, Amber. People know that we're we're an attractive couple. You guys have a good quarantine night, and I will talk to you later. I love you guys. Peace. Peace.